He said, Hey, everybody, welcome back to Spin Rack. This is Marge here. I'm here with my boys, PD and Cal. Say what's up, gents. What's going on? Ready to rock. Hey, we're here to discuss the passing of one of a, music, uh, a movie legend, a, a, a TV legend, Paul Weathers. He was Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. He was in The Predator. He was, um, I mean, he was been, he'd been around forever. He's been a director of the Mandalorian, one of the Mandalorian shows, as well as being an actor within it. So, hey, let me talk, let, let me have the guys come in and discuss their thoughts about it. And, and also, don't forget Action Jackson. I always did love that movie. So, PD Cal, take it away. Well, this is a tough thing because at first, if when I met him in the, you know, in, in the Rocky movies, those portions, of that, I saw those on television. And he had, uh, excuse my French, you know, the unfwittable face. He looked like that he was going to hurt you. And then at the same time, in the thing, so you look at him as like this sort of villain, but at the same time, when you get to the third movie, when he comes in there, he steals the whole, you know, Mr. T already stole the movie, and then he steals it back because he becomes the bully that is your friend. And I was like, oh my gosh, he's respecting, the, he's respecting, um, you know, the Italian stallion, he's respecting Rocky. He's coming in there as a gentleman, and that is Carl Weathers, even though he's like this guy that's, you know, like the physique, this, that, and the other, intimidation, but he's ultimately, when you hear him in interviews, a scholar. And that's the thing, as an actor, he's done comedies. It's a, it's a, it's a really terrible loss because he was such, he was, on, he was on good times. Like this guy has done so much in his career and, you know, able to come into the movie with a whole bunch of, you know, into the Predator. And he played one of the, char the characters that kind of keep the story, makes the story a little stronger that he was, this is a person who kind of went into this thing for the wrong reasons, but he's trying to fix it towards the end, even though it's a slasher and it's, he's going to meet his demise. He added a little more character to the story because you think that is he the guy who set them up or he really believes it. So it's kind of nope. You find in the end, he really thought they were going to be doing some good. And now he's trying to put it back together because but the, the odds were against him in the, in the, in the, in the predator. So this is, you know, from everything that he's done, it, you know, he's, you know, definite talent and seeing him directing, getting into directing, there's only the sky to limit. And he's, I think one of the statements he said is that, hey, I didn't get into this business to become a movie star. I wanted to be a working actor and you can do that. And that's, that's a testament of not sitting around there saying, hey, why didn't I get this? Why didn't I get that? He wanted to be a working actor. I mean, he did the movie with um, Adam Sandler where he played a character in yeah. no hand and whatnot. And they played like, he was a, good, a good straight man. So he's like a very, you know, a scholar and a talent could do basically anything. So I had a problem that I liked. I had a problem that I liked Paul Weathers' character. And in a lot of movies that I was watching, he kept dying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, he died in Rocky IV. Yeah. He died in Predator. He dies in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I didn't think of it like that. Yeah, it was like, mm -hmm. You know, I had a hard time watching him in Happy Gilmore. I was just like, man, this was a dude I was such a big fan of, but I thought, you know, he would have a more, you know, just more of a, you know, more of a career at the end of the day. But then, you know, life is long. You see him with the, you know, the Mandalorian. Did he ever do anything with the Expendables and uh, Stallone? I don't know that he did. I'm not sure. Know. Yeah, which is kind of surprising. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know why. You know, he never made an appearance in the Expendables. 
I don't know, you know. So, but you know, I was look, I was uh, looking forward to seeing him in there. But you know, take a page from Sam's book. Yeah, I, my first, my first introduction to him was Rocky Three, because mm -hmm. I, I remember I saw like the ending of Rocky Two. I didn't go to, I was too young to really go to the theaters and watch it, and I hadn't caught any of it on TV. I wouldn't do that till years later. And so the, my first, and it was on TV. I probably saw it as well. My first introduction was Rocky Three, and so you know, I didn't have any of the backstory. But all I saw was this guy who was coming in to train Rocky. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is cool. It came across as cool. And then I finally got the underlying thing. It's like, no, he wants to fight him. But he doesn't want to fight this loser. He wants to fight a champion. He's like, I want to beat yeah. you. I don't want to beat this. <laughs> I got, I'm going to build you up. You know, he gives him the training, teaches him to move differently, everything of that portion. And, you know, then he goes over the beast and he's like, okay, now, now we're going to get this fight. It's just between the two of us. And for years, it's just immortalized. In that, it's just immortalized in that image, that uh, that painting, if you will, of them just both swinging at each other. Yeah. And then years later, we'll find out about it. But you know, very long career. I enjoyed Action Jackson, but again, as a kid, I never knew how successful these things were. I always gauged that a movie was successful by going to the theater, and if the audience seemed like they were having a good time, oh, so the movie was a success. And then you come find out later that what do you mean that wasn't a hit? Vanity. <laughs> how could people not like that? How could people not like that movie? So, you know, I would, you know, I, I mean, like, you know, just like you guys, you know, I enjoyed just about everything I saw, you know, Carl Weathers do in terms, in terms of uh, t television, in terms of film. I agree with you. I agree with you, Petey, that this guy had a really imposing figure because I remember when I finally did see Rocky and I saw how, you know, his physique and I saw Rocky's, I thought it worked for that film though. I guess it was supposed yeah. to show going against the champion and Rocky is just kind of like, you know, you know, you know, he's he's like I'm, I'm a little bit better than off the couch in terms of physique, that type of stuff. But you know, it, it definitely played for it. And then by the second movie, we'll see, you know, we'll see Stallone in you know better shape. And by and forget about it after by Rocky, you know, by Rocky three, he's doing Rambo, just totally different echelon at the end of the day. But hey, with with uh with, with everybody that we cover who passes away, rest in peace, Carl Weathers. You know, you've earned it. And you've left a great legacy of film and television, you know, for fans and for future fans to enjoy. And uh, so let's not also forget, he actually played, he was an Oakland Raider, you know. So those Raider fans, uh, what is it, um, what are, what is the LA Raiders now? That it is, uh, you know, he's, he was one of us, you know. Um, and that's one of, he had that, that fantastic physique because, you know, he had to keep in shape for, for stuff like that. Um, well, we also... No, I was just wondering, yeah, the thing that that um, that um, Cal brought up of, of um, Apollo wanting that he says he wanted a favor and wanting to ultimately have Stallone back at the top because he's saying the, at the, the that fraction of a second. One of the best scenes in the training is when you know Apollo is telling him what's going to happen. He's doing that thing and he's like hitting them and he's killing Rocky and this, that, and the other. And there's not a moment of ego where he's saying, I can just beat the hell out of Rocky. He's like, no, as a trainer, it's like saying, I'm putting you in that moment where he's going to take you out. And he's like, what's the matter with you, Rock? What's the matter with you? There is no tomorrow. He's like, I'll train tomorrow. There's like all that stuff. It's like so many classic lines between, and it's like, Rocky is the star of the movie, but it's like Mr. T and Apollo. They like I'm, it's not that they didn't actually carry the movie, but they have all of the lines that just you always remember, and it's always stuff that you could carry on 
to this to this day. So it's like, but it, you know, and the fact that the hard part is in the casting, you had to find someone that was going to be like the Muhammad Ali, but someone that would be the people would hate enough. Where the first fight, the, the first one is such a perfect movie because Paulo doesn't care about. Italian stallion. Nobody cares about him. And it's a surprise that he's a challenge. The second movie plays to us and the fans because we want Rocky to win. So we have Apollo just murdering stuff. <laughs> he's just murdering all of his, um, what's his name, his, um, his trainer, all of the people he's training with, his sparring partners. And then the third one, he comes in there and he's like, when you we see the champion, the old champions come in and it's just like, oh yeah, I didn't think he was going to be in this movie. I thought it was just Rocky versus this new intimidating Mr. T thing. And then, oh, he's going to the hood. He's going to the hood and fighting. And this and but that scene where they're fighting, and it's just like, there's no ego in the character. The character is like, he's like, he's towering over Rocky. He's just battering him in the head. He's bringing him to that moment as a trainer. And in truth, for a long time, I didn't think you could actually take a fighter and switch them how they fight, but I've only seen it really happen with um, Barrera and Prince Nassim where the fighter actually changed how he fought to defeat a person, where he just changed everything that he did. But this movie kind of portrayed that. And I know watching a lot of fighters, you never see them switch. But it's like, okay, this is, you can do it, but the person has to like change all their habits. And, you know, like Barrera didn't, you didn't never saw it happen. You just, everyone thought he was going to just be bullheaded. And he came in there with a whole different boxing plan and just a defensive boxer, so. <laughs> Probably the best example of a fighter changing styles is Muhammad Ali. Is, yeah, another one too. Yeah. yeah, that's two different. Though Muhammad Ali is two different fighters. Pre uh, yeah. taking his life, he you know was a conscientious objector. And when he came back, before the whole float like a butterfly, thing like a bee, you know, movement, speed, and it wasn't that he was. It wasn't that he wasn't fast when he came back, but that. Uh, Ali, when he comes back afterwards, after that three after that uh, three year imposed hiatus, is more of a toe to toe fighter, and he shows, look, he can you know he can take the punishment, he can fight toe to toe, you know, uh, you know, strategies quite there. So yeah, you can it's it's done, but it's rare, <laughs> it's rare. Usually, what the fighter has to do is you've got your style, you got this guy's style, and neutralize his style with your own, as opposed to no, I'm gonna have to like, you know, bring on some whole new stuff. A lot of guys can't do it, but. You know the great ones can. Mm -hmm. I mean, and what's also interesting about his career is that even though he doesn't appear in the Creed movies, the very fact that they use Apollo Creed as the father of of the Creed character, it's it's interesting when you have a side character whose whose presence is is important. You know. Yeah. I wish he would have been able. They did have some flashbacks, but he was dead. Unfortunately, there was no way to bring him back in. I assume, right? So, um, but it's interesting that became a successful I franchise on its own. I think um, I think Stallone regrets them taking him out, saying because uh, they had Nikki die, and then it just became a, kind of a series where the next person would die, and it would play out Rocky dealing with the death of a person, whether he was just hurt and went to the hospital. But in, everything in movies is writ large, so you can't. There's no way to. There's no way in hindsight to not say like, why are we? You know, like killing um you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, you don't, you want the maximum effect. So, and the audience is sitting there on the edge of their seats, you know, like really worried about Apollo getting pummeled. Now, obviously the way Rocky Four happened, like it was just like this guy gets totally destroyed in the first round that he had no legs 
left in this first in the in the first round of the first or second round of the fight like it's totally ridiculous but if for maximum effect it worked if you're coming into the series as a fan as a as a as a person who just likes rocky you know this is going to deal rocky into the next thing to fight with all his heart to kill him but at the same time it's just like all right they pushed it where they had these long 15 round fights like the way the rumble in the jungle was to these first round um pre pre tyson fights <laughs> everything was now what tyson would become the first round where the person just pun you know knocks pummels around the guy with no problem so but um yeah to go into it like he you know they gave him a even though there's obviously issues with action jackson you know he got to you know do do a solo film and um you know just be around there but the, yeah it's it's a uh it's a tough one. I expected him to be around a little bit longer to do some more Mandalorian, but you can't always expect that sort of thing. So. I know. I mean, we got to remember this dude was like 76, you know, but he seemed vigorous enough. You know, all his roles, he always seemed to command that particular presence, you know, from mm-hmm. the, the Rocky to the Predator um, until even the Mandalorian. Um, I don't know why him and him and it seems Stallone had a weird relationship you know they they seem close at times and not close at times so I you know I don't know I mean you figure there was this whole issue with the expendables whether he would be added to it after all I mean he literally Stallone said all the action stars and yet he wasn't part of it and it just tells you to me it seems that they weren't as close but you know Stallone came out with a heartfelt you know um um no, you know, saying something about you know how much you missed him and stuff like that, and he if he has, you know, see if I can find this thing for you guys, and you know he he's in his um it's on incident Instagram and he behind has that 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 great Rocky and um oh the pit the the movie the picture the cow was talking about I think it's on his it's in his bar or something he's got to be in his home or something right but you know it's. All right, so the question is, in that third fight at the end when they take the picture, who do you think was going to win, in your own opinion? I went for Apollo. <laughs> I thought from the picture, I felt Apollo had the, had the, had the, had the shot in one place. Well, who, what do you guys think? I thought Apollo had it also. But I, I loved the fact of the ending. That was, that was, just, it was, just, that was just a great, a great thing where you didn't know what was um, going to happen. And yeah, I thought that was fantastic. I was happy not knowing. <laughs> I, I, I'm not so good either way. If Apollo wins, I'm kind of like, oh, come on, Rocky. And if Rocky wins, like, oh, that's terrible. They, they would never, he always guys a shaft in Apollo. So I'm not going to win either way because of how much I like both characters. So I was just happy not knowing. Mm. And, and what well, we got to give, um, I mean, so Sylvester Stallone bringing that character, writing that character, getting that character produced, acting in the movie, you know, I mean, it just, and with Carl Weathers being there as as his perfect. Have you seen the choreography? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, that's, it's really interesting to show him talking with Apollo and Apollo's, you know, Carl Weathers towering over him. And they, they're showing you hit me like this, and they would do the one two, one two, and then you know, and you see uh, what's the name acting like he's getting hit, and they would go through the motions of how this would go. But you see Stallone in there, you know, working it out, and it's like you see that kind of, um, you know, like as an, you know, as he, I don't know, he wasn't directing at that point, but he was 
you know, kind of working out some of the fight scenes, which was interesting to see. And to see that at this early stage, like Carl Weathers wasn't looking at it like, can we get a real choreographer? He was all in it with him too. It's always good to see when you see like the talent just like all in heard- make it better. Hmm? I heard about that. Let's try this out. And it went off the rails. <laughs> so oh, like, yeah? yeah, we got to get a choreographer in here because because <laughs> they were doing stuff. And then, of course, you know, they're both guys. And, you know, so they're, <laughs> all right, so I'm going to throw this. Okay, I'm going to do this. And, like, next thing you know, I remember I did this. We were like, uh, I was I was taking I was uh do, I was in a fencing class and I was with this dude and both of us are like trying to get each other and before you know it it looked like like the battle the brawl for it all at the end of the day to the point the teacher had to go after us and was like hey scale it down scale it down and mind you all we would do it was just natural competition he was you know yeah and before you know it it looked real get a choreographer in there they had to get they had to get a choreographer in there eventually. Yeah, but it came off pretty good, bro. I gotta say, oh, hey, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. All right, so hey, is there anything else you want to add before um, we, you know, um, uh, out? Uh, the other crazy part of the this going on the Rocky sort of thing is that Rocky's trainer, Apollo's trainer, became Rocky's trainer, and that kind of. I, that's the only thing that always holds up in those other Rocky movies is uh, Apollo's Apollo's trainer being in those other movies. I always thought he was a he was like you don't even you know I mean he was in like the Hulk playing the bad guy and whatnot, but he brought so much. He brought he's the the other actor who played the Apollo's trainer. He kind of we lost him a while before, but he sells the first Rocky because he's the one who's looking at. As a trainer, he's looking at Rocky's TV appearances where he's fight punching the what's his name. He's like, and he's seeing his training. He's like, he's watching the film. He's like, oh man, oh man. I said, hey, hey, champ. I think I need you. I think you need to train a little more. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of him starting to worry about him. And then the second movie, he it's even more like that. He's like, oh, I don't know. That last fight took a lot out of you. I'm not sure about that. He's like, no, give me another person. And he's like, it tells you that this is gonna be a challenge, you know. Whereas you don't know that because this guy's a a brawl fighter. But ultimately, we only have another fight. We have the guy that everyone laughed at in the against Tyson Fury. And he came and knocked him down in the second round. So much so that Tyson Fury didn't didn't try to mix it up with him anymore. He was like, I'm going to stay away. I'm going to elbow this guy. I'm going to do everything not to get hit by this guy. So you can't, sometimes the brawler can't get in there and do stuff. But anyway, I'm going back to um, Carl Weathers. It's a tough to see, the thing to see him that he's not with us. And I will say again, he's a gentleman and a scholar out at the same time being, you know, having, you know, this person who had this physique and it's very intimidating. So he was very much, you know, an actor and, at the same time, he also <laughs> okay. He was a specimen at the same time too. So, uh, anything else? Again, Carl Weathers, rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in power, Carl Weathers. Finrak, out. out. <laughs>